Hi everyone and welcome to episode 28 of your social media journey. My name is Shikita and in this podcast we explore how you can use social media to your advantage in promoting your business. In this podcast mini-series starting in episode 26, I'm answering some questions that were sent to me on Instagram where you can find me at your social media journey. And today's question is from Safa. Safa writes, it is hard to start a business with little money because when you fail, you waste all that hard-earned cash. I completely understand that feeling, Safa, because I started my business with little money and I did manage to grow it. So I know firsthand the challenges that you are facing if you're trying to start a business with not much cash. So for the purposes of this episode, I've broken down my points that I would like you to consider into seven sections. The first one being carefully examine your strengths. So don't assume that you'll be good at everything, but there must be something, that one key quality that you're bringing to your business. You need to focus on that and do your best and become better at it by constantly learning. So in my case, it was photography. I was okay at photography, but for the purposes of my business, I became really good at it. And more importantly, at the time, it was really good for me because I became good at photo manipulation as well. So nowadays there are apps and everyone can have great pictures. But when I started, we didn't actually have smartphones then, not quite. So my pictures stood well above the rest because I was actually able to make them pop. So examine what you are really, really good at and what you're bringing to your business. Now, when I say carefully examine your strength, you also need to examine your weaknesses and see what help you can get. You don't have to pay for all the help, by the way. You can get online resources that will teach you how to do things to be good enough until you build your business and are able to then pay someone to do this. So for instance, if you are not great at graphic design, you do need some basic idea of graphic design, for instance, to build a website or even for your social media. And if you're not that great at it, then go onto YouTube and see how other people are teaching graphic designs on freely available software. So become good enough at these things and there are free resources available to help you do this, but you do have to make sure that you focus on what you're actually great at. So the second point is plan, 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 plan your business. Okay, that that was lots of plans, but um, I read this recently about planning that if you were throwing a dinner party, and this is the best way to explain it, I suppose. If you are throwing a dinner party and you invite a number of guests, you usually plan a menu well in advance. You probably even cook a little bit well in advance so that by the time your guests come to your party, the food is already done and the conversation flows and you probably even have dessert planned, right? As opposed to your guests arrive and then you're looking in the fridge and freezer to see what you can knock together. Now, this is the difference between planning and no planning. If you have little money, you can't really afford to go wrong and you can't really afford to make bad decisions and good decisions come from solid planning. So the more you can plan in advance, organize your time and make sure that your time that you spend on your business is spent as effectively, efficiently and productively as possible, the more you're likely to succeed. 
My third point to consider is to have a side hustle while you work out what works for you. So in my old business, I took so many steps that just were not right at all. And it took me months to figure out which direction to take my business in. Now, it was really important to do A-B testing, like does A work for you or B work for you? And that A-B testing can be applied absolutely everywhere. However, if you have a side hustle, at least you have the safety of knowledge that you have some money coming in that and I've got a side hustle going at the moment for me, myself, I'll put my hand up. So it's good to have that money coming in and the continuity of money coming in so that you don't stress out about your business. Because if you're stressed about your business, then it means that it becomes more difficult for you and the decisions you take while you're stressed are bound to be not great decisions. There's a chance that they might be good decisions, but they're not going to be great decisions. So I'm a big proponent of a side hustle. Okay, point number four is a very conservative point. And again, this is something that uh, only a few people would agree with, but invest only what you can afford to lose. So try not to invest in a lot of stock. Try not to invest a lot in equipment if you can get away without. The reason is that the last thing you want your business to end up doing is leaving you in debt. I hate debt. I really do not like debt at all. And I try my best to get a business going without debt. It's just one of those things. Maybe it's just a personal thing. But if you have to close down your business for any reason whatsoever, at least you can close it down and not have to worry about tens of thousands of pounds or even hundreds of pounds that you then have to pay off. That's just not a nice feeling. So invest only what you can actually afford to lose. So you need to really look at your own shopping habits within the business. Don't go for the most expensive plans on subscriptions. Don't go for the most expensive stock options. Don't go for anything expensive. And if you can, try to get paid before you actually offer the service or the product. So if you're offering a product, then make sure that the customer is giving you at least a bit of deposit so that they don't run away. And if you're offering a service, again, make sure that your payment plans are in place so that you get paid promptly. This will allow you to actually scale up relatively easily and without the chance of losing any money there. Okay, my point number five is don't be unwilling to change. Now, change is something that a lot, a lot of us are scared of. And again, because we like our businesses so much and we are so married to our own brands that we don't really like other people giving us advice. I know that this is a super big issue and it's just very understandable like why would you want to be given advice <laughs> um, but unwillingness to change and the willingness to change are the things that I think separate out people who end up being successful and people who just stubbornly refuse to be successful now this is really interesting because a b testing what i was talking about earlier on is actually exactly that like test out two different options for anything within your business this could be advertising copy this could be two different products and see actually what works so when i was first starting out in my business i was offering a whole lot of flavors on my website and nobody was ordering from me I also had lots of payment options, et cetera, et cetera, on my website. So I realized that I was literally confusing the hell out of people and I was not making life easy for my own customers. 
someone pointed this out to me and I remember feeling a little bit hmm I can't believe she said that who does she think she is to give me advice she doesn't even have a business but then the next day I realized that there was actually some truth to what she was on about so I simplified my own website added a PayPal option on the website where people could simply check out on my website and removed all my flavors and just offered literally pictures of what I was offering and guess what it worked like I was starting to get clients so have a look at your website from a customer's point of view if you don't have a website you need one and if you need a website there is nothing stopping you from making your own website and in fact if you want to make your own website check out episode 9 of this podcast where I've interviewed Louise Henry she specializes in helping people take away the tech overwhelm from making their own websites and she has a fantastic program you can check her out on YouTube and she will help you make your own website so check her out there now coming back to the unwillingness to change so a lot of the time we put processes in place and we invest a lot of time and energy into something and then when that doesn't work we think okay right I'm either going to give up or I'm going to be stubborn and not change now in business if you're not changing you're basically just wasting time so have a process in place for a certain amount of time plan for it and if it doesn't work change it try something new nobody's going to come after you and say oh you know what in March you were saying this and now it's September you're saying completely different every business does that everyone every business has new stock every business has new product lines everyone changes Marks and Spencer's now has a bank they used to sell clothes who knew but they are changing as things go on and as time goes on. So be willing to change and adapt and test things out which actually work. So my next point is look for local grants or any help available financially. You might be surprised by just how much is available nowadays. So a good place to start would be your local government, so your local council. They will for sure have a business page where they will, if not monetary help, so if not money help, they will have resources there where you can actually literally go and speak to someone. I found that kind of help absolutely invaluable when I was starting up my business, especially when I was looking for a property for my business. So I called up the council and the council not only had great help for me, just in terms of being able to speak to someone about the process of acquiring a commercial property on leasehold. But they also had lots of advice for me, lots of information for me. They put me in touch with the right people and it is those people who got me my workshop in the first place. So look for local help. This is usually free. It's usually governments um, who will provide free help for entrepreneurs and it's something that not a lot of people are aware of. So make sure that you are absolutely exhausting all those possibilities okay and finally my last point is to build a network a support network for yourself and don't just sell social media can be fantastic for that like I used to rely heavily on the support from a community it used to be called cake biz on Flickr and we used to support each other so all of us were in the same boat and all of us were all of us were trying to get cake businesses um, off to a good start and all of us would give each give each other advice and it was always good to see other people who were at the same stage of business as as we were 
I found this kind of help absolutely invaluable because it was great to be able to actually speak to someone. So I used to every now and then, if something happened in my business that I was a bit unsure about, I was honestly able to go and write it down on that forum. And then someone would respond by saying, yep, the same thing happened to me and this is what I did about it. So that was absolutely great and crucial because unless you have a network of support, things can become a little bit lonely. There's only this much radio for you can listen to at any time. So these were my points. I'm just going to quickly recap. So point number one is carefully examine your strengths. Don't try to do everything, but do at least one thing really well and keep getting better at it. Point number two is plan, plan, plan and a bit more planning. Point number three is have a side hustle while you work out what works for you. Point number four is invest only what you can afford to lose. Point number five is don't be unwilling to change. This is a big one. Point number six is look for local grants and any help available in marketing or setting up your business. Look at local government websites for this. And the final point number seven is build a network. Don't just sell on social media. Use social media to your advantage and make sure you find other like-minded entrepreneurs who are in the same position as you are. There are so many groups out there that you could join. So that was my answer to your question, Safa, about how you can go about starting a business with little money. I hope you found it useful and got value out of it. Consider subscribing on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you're listening and review it on iTunes. If you have an iPhone, that'd be great. For more podcasts, you can go to my website, which is www.yoursocialmediajourney.com where in the show notes for this episode, you will find link to three articles that I found online about starting a business with little or no money. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, take good care of yourself. Bye for now.